Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The Hammer and Nigel Show. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I am Jason Hammer. Nigel's off today. And Tony Kennett, investigative reporter of the Daily Signal and soon-to-be nighttime host here at 93 WIBC. He is filling in for Nigel. And right now, we're going to go to the WIBC hotline and bring on Wish TV News 8 investigative reporter Richard Essex. Richard, this story about the Delphi murders and subsequently the Delphi investigation just keeps getting more bizarre by the week. I saw your report yesterday about the Murder Sheet podcast, whether or not they may or may not have received actual evidence from the trial. You have this report on Wish TV. If somebody didn't see it, walk us through what's really going on here. Well, the uh, the people at, at the Murder Sheet podcast, they, they tell me that somebody sent them in the middle of the night some images or documents of what they believe to be authentic crime scene pictures. And these came from somebody who had worked in Andrew Baldwin, Baldwin's office at one point. Apparently, they that office has a real friendly environment. If you've worked there and you've had a good relationship, you're welcome to come back anytime. So somebody came back in there, saw these pictures or these documents, took pictures of it of them with their phone, and then gave those pictures to somebody else. And that person has disseminated them to the Murder Sheet podcast and to at least one other person. What and, are these pictures of, Richard? When you say pictures, what are we talking about here? Well, th- these are crime scene pictures, and they're graphic from what the description that was given to me. And I, I don't want to say exactly what was in the pictures, but from the discussion I had, they are they are from the crime scene. And they depict um, the unmistakable the, um, parts of the crime scene that were um, – it had to have been – these pictures had to have been taken during the police investigation. Right. And during discovery, they were sent to Andrew Baldwin's office. And we don't know how many of these pictures are out there or how many were taken, but what was – depicted in the pictures it is there is no question that they came from the crime scene so one of the things that uh, hits in my mind when i'm when i'm looking at something like this and you know obviously you're going from secondhand to secondhand a lot of investigative journalism work goes uh from people now taking a picture of something with their phones and then they send it to someone else and that person sends it to a third entity and when you're looking at this as an investigative journalist um what are some of the things that are that are going through your mind regarding this case do, do you see these as viable i mean you said that they're clearly photos of the crime scene do you think that the documents are as as well what was the podcast team able to share any details with you that was able to give you a little more light um, in your coverage of this? Well, they said that they are absolutely disturbing pictures. And I've known Anya and Kevin for a while. Sure. Right. And they've been on this program a lot. Yeah. And and they they would not 
come out and say publicly that they that they had these pictures unless they absolutely knew that they had come from um, the crime scene. And they they've been able to kind of trace things back to the person that gave them these pictures or sent them to. They, and they said these, these pictures were sent unsolicited to the Murder Sheet podcast people. And they they've been able to trace back you know to the source. Um, they they have con- they contacted police. They contacted the defense, and they they deleted these pictures from their electronic devices in front of police. From what they tell me, hmm. to make now now here's now they did the right thing, but somebody else has got them, and they are circulating around the internet. Now nobody has shown exactly the the full pictures that are that are out there. But with those pictures out there, you really put this entire trial in Richard Allen's rights, regardless of what you think they should be or shouldn't be. But he does have rights to a fair trial. Right. And if, and if these pictures are out there, anytime you see pictures of this graphic nature, it is going to make people it, – it, it will distort how they view things. And that's the travesty because we, here we have – five years, almost six years in into this case, and we're getting pretty close to trial. I think it you know it I don't think it's really gonna start in January, but you know, we're getting close to a trial date and then something like this, this could railroad the entire thing. And that's that's honestly that's my concern here is that when you get this kind of stuff circling out there and you get it in front of potential jurors and you start having the commentary that often comes with images that are shared around the internet, I, I face this all the time, is that it starts to twist the narrative before the trial even begins, and it, it really it brings a lot of concerns to me as to whether the process of justice is going to be stymied because you know defense lawyers are going to be able to say this that or the other about photos circulating. And and Richard. I know the judge is meeting with all parties on Thursday to go over a lot of stuff, things that have been going on for the last couple of months, and this is just the latest uh, caveat to that. Do we have any sort of information on what we could expect Thursday? Well, I I think what she said in in one of her um, directives is that other matters that have come up recently. I don't, I don't think that's the exact wording, but I think we're in for a real, a real um, interesting day on Thursday. She has called everybody to her court in Allen County. She's not messing around with going up to Carroll County. She wants everybody in her courtroom, which is a bigger courtroom. Right. And and I, I expect we're going to be there for quite a while. And it's it, they're going to go through all of these these motions that have been filed by the defense. Um, you know, there's an awful lot of things that have not been ruled on that have created a, a, a lot of conversation. You know, the whole Odinist, um right part from the defense. You know, some that's going to have to be dealt with the 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 Frank motion, uh, and then and then now if there are more leaked documents. Now this is the second time that the defense team has been. Um, Accused of, of having leaked of documents leaked out of their office that first time back in what was it uh, June or, or July? Yeah, it was early. Yeah, early summer, late. Yeah, late late spring, and she could say, "Okay, I've had enough of this. You know, we're gonna. You guys are off, and they could bring somebody else in, or they could you know, could sanction them in, in other ways." But this, this is just when you think things could not get any weirder. 
it takes a, a weirder turn. Mm. So, And again, just to make sure everybody is caught up here, Richard, over the last couple of weeks, not even months, really weeks, this story has taken some bizarre turns. Uh, the sacrificial Odinism claim from the defense, we've heard that maybe some prison guards may be wearing some sort of Odinism outfit, and now we've got these grisly, what we believe to be, grisly crime scene photos mm. making their way out. In your opinion, you are a guy that's covered this stuff for a long time. Is there a legitimate chance this trial is in danger? Well, I, I think there's certainly... This trial is going to be delayed. There's no question about that. Right there, there's there's too much in front of the judge right now, for, and, and, front, and really in front of both parties for this to go off in January. So I, I expect if all goes well for both sides on Thursday, and the, the judge doesn't throw the defense lawyers off this case, I still think we're, we are looking at. February, March, maybe even as, as late as May before this thing gets started. Do you think that after the, a lot of these photos and documents you know, being leaked, do you think there's a, a better chance of the judge throwing the defense lawyers off the case? I mean, with, with bringing them over to Allen County and kind of, uh, not to be dramatic, but laying down the law and just kind of getting everything out in front, do you think there's a, a good chance of the defense lawyers being tossed off? I, you know, I, I don't know uh, uh, Fran Gull's, how she rules her courtroom. I understand that she doesn't put up with much nonsense. Right. And if, you know, my limited time around her, I, it's it's hard to say. I, I, I suspect she's going to – she could sanction them in some way, um, could find them. Uh, Maybe an explicit yeah. gag order of some sort. Yeah. And, and, and I think if this happens again, that yeah, they're probably they're probably done. And and honestly, I mean this this is making this finding a jury and getting this thing to to trial is becoming increasingly more increasingly difficult. Yeah, it's becoming day. a three ring circus. It is, and you know, I, I really I really wasn't prepared for all of these. I mean, these outlandish claims that seem to come every other week. You, right. I mean, Odinism, for crying out, out loud. That there, If there's something that's further out of left field than, than claims of an old Norse sacrifice system, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I mean, that was abs- I was absolutely floored when I read that. And I could tell and when think, you wrote it. <laughs> you know, when I, you know, when I took it home, I, I, I'm still sitting on my coffee table at home. You know, it's 136 pages, and you keep going over. It's like, my gosh, where did this come from? I mean, it reads like a book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Richard Essex, investigative reporter for Wish TV. Richard, where can we get more information? WishTV.com, of course, is we have we have everything, um, and I went through all of our stories yesterday. So everything is updated on our website, and that is the best place to go and take a look at where things are happening. And of course, you can follow us on Thursday at WishTV.com, and. If I've got somebody who can handle my Twitter, we'll have more on Twitter also. <laughs> got it. Got it. Richard Essex, you're the best. We appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.